Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Gordon Dean, and this is the Source Seed Pod podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Source Seed Pod podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Dean. And I wanted to talk to you about something today that uh, really hits very near and dear to me. And I know I say that a lot, and the reality is that it all does. So much so that I was moved to sow the seeds of God's Word throughout the internet in the form of a blog and a podcast. So understand that when I say it's very near and dear to me, I'm not just blowing smoke. This is something that is very personal. And that having been said, I, I want to share it with you. It's, it's important. If you listen to Christian radio, I'm sure sometime over the past, I don't know, five years or so, you've heard a song called Fully Known. A uh, song is usually performed by Torrin Wells. The lyrics are copyrighted by Sony and ATV Music Publishing, LLC. Uh, it was written by Ethan Holsey, Jordan Sapp, and Torrin Wells. Yes, I'm deliberately trying to provide the credentials to this song because I don't want anybody to think for a moment that I'm not giving credit where credit is due. But I want to read you some of the lyrics because this is kind of important to me. I am fully known and loved by you. You won't let go no matter what I do. And it's not one or the other. It's hard truth and ridiculous grace to be known, fully known and loved by you. I'm fully known and loved by you. It's so unusual, it's frightening. I'm fully known and loved by you. Now. If you're a Christian, particularly one with a very deep, dark past full of what we would traditionally refer to as demons, skeletons in your closet, you know that to face that reality, to know that everything you've done, everything you've been, everything you are, everything that you could rightfully be accused of was known by God when you came to Him and begged Him for forgiveness. And, you know, look, I'm not trying to diminish the folks who you know, don't have that kind of a testimony. This isn't just about the people who dealt drugs, lived in a sexually degenerate lifestyle, or people who have at some point in time deliberately sought harm on other people. 
That's just my story. But God forgives all of it. I've, I've known too many people over the years that I've invited to church who would say things like, Oh, man, if I tried to step foot in a church, I'd probably burst into flames. And I... I've grown really, really tired of trying to assure people that that's... That's not the case. That God, God wants you. He, he is willing that none would perish. So much so that he sacrificed his own son. So that you could be forgiven of all of that garbage. And spend eternity with him. He wants to restore that relationship with you. He knows every little thing about you, your past, your heart, your mind, the chemicals you've abused into your system, the people you've slept with, the places you've been and the things you've done to get that high. He knows about all of it and still wants more than anything else in this world than to restore that perfect relationship with you. Now, I'm I'm not trying to just get off on a tangent here. I, I'm not trying to share my testimony with you in this particular instance. Obviously, that'll be another podcast, another time. But it's critical. If you're not a Christian, it's critical that you understand that, you know, the, the, the book of Ephesians, very first chapter, right toward the beginning, verse number four, tells us that God knew us from before the foundation of the world. Now, what does that mean? It means that before God created the earth and everything in it, he knew you. Before Adam sinned and caused the fall of man, God knew you. And knowing you, he sent his son as the perfect sacrifice in the hopes that maybe you might accept that opportunity, that you might accept that sacrifice, that you would let that, that blood that was spilled wash away every single one of those sins and allow your soul to be as white as snow. And if, if, you, if you are a Christian who has strayed from the path, 
Remember, no matter how far away from him you've walked, you're only one step back to the path that he's laid out for you. It doesn't matter how far you've wandered. Believe me, I know. Now, with that having been said, too, I've known no small number of, of again, supposed Christians. Uh, granted, this group is typically part of a specific sect. I, I'm, I'm not going to get it too far into it, but there are people who claim to be followers of Christ that want you to believe that it is possible for you to lose your salvation. And that if you sin before you've had an opportunity to go to their house of worship and do whatever it is that their, uh, their clergy would direct you to do to purge your soul of that sin, and something happens to you before you have an opportunity to do so, that you're not going to necessarily be admitted to heaven. And I'm sorry, folks, but if, if that's you, if you think that somehow there's anything that you can do to undo what God has already done, I would submit to you that that is just about the epitome of hubris, of conceit. You can't undo what God's already done. Now again, don't misunderstand, folks. I'm not talking about deliberately going out and sinning so that God can forgive us and bring more glory to himself. It's, it's not how that works. It's not... That's not how it's supposed to work. What I am saying, however, is that Your salvation is not in jeopardy just because you screwed up or you've wandered away. God still loves you and is still calling you to come back to Him. And for the folks that seem to think, again, that, that your salvation could possibly be in jeopardy, that you need to atone for every sin that you commit after uh, turning your life over to him, accepting that sacrifice. Again, one, I ask you, what is it you think you can do that can undo what God's already done? That's the first question. And I, honest to goodness, the last time I said that to somebody, it, the conversation literally went like this. What do you think you can do that can undo what God has already done? I'll wait. I never got an answer. Because you can't. But there's one other really important thing for you to keep in mind here. 
Do you think for one minute that whatever this sin is that you think is going to jeopardize your salvation, do you think for one minute God didn't know that you were going to do that? Do you think you surprised him? Do you think that when you were done doing whatever this was, do you think God just went, wow, dude, where'd that come from? No. He knew that you were going to do that from before the foundation of the world. And knowing that you were going to do that, he still sent his son to die for your salvation. Well, why is that important? What, what's that got to do with the discussion? Well, pretty simple. Your sins are forgiven. Your past sins and your future sins. Now again, guys, don't misunderstand. Salvation isn't fire insurance. You don't, you don't go to church and quote-unquote accept Jesus and then just go on with your life like nothing happened. Again, to, to, to quote Paul Shepard, there's no point in going to church if you're not going to let the Christ that created the church on the day of Pentecost change your life. Why do we ask God to forgive our sins? Because we know that they're wrong. We know that we screwed up. We know that we've hurt people. We know that we have trespassed against God. So if you actually want to be forgiven, you don't go out of your way to continue sinning. Now again, I remind you, we don't we, we, we aren't sinners because we sin. We sin because we are sinners. It is part of our nature. It is literally part of our makeup. It's who we are. We can't not sin. It's just part of who we are. But does that mean that if going to the strip club was a regular thing before we were saved that we should continue to do so because hey sin is built into my makeup no does that mean that you know look I was a raging alcoholic before I got saved I am a sinner God knew that I was an alcoholic before he saved me so I'm just going to keep right on doing what I'm doing no What it does mean is that if you slip and fall and have a drink, your soul isn't in jeopardy. It means you made a mistake. It means you're human. So when Jesus died on the cross to forgive your sin, he didn't die on the cross to forgive your sin up to a point. 
And he certainly didn't say, follow me for my, my burden is light and my yoke is easy. Because somehow along the line, your continued salvation was going to be placed on your shoulders. That you were going to be responsible to do what you needed to do to purge yourself of this sin because you screwed up after having accepted Jesus. No. He said that my yoke is light and my burden is easy because he brings us to a point where our sin is forgiven through no fault of our own. There's nothing we can do. There's no no magic elixir, no special rumalama ding dong that you can do that's going to make you any more or less forgiven because that's what the word means to forgive someone means that you are, are putting aside any justice that you might have toward them any justice you might have toward them any retribution any revenge so when Jesus says you are forgiven not you were forgiven not your past has been forgiven you are forgiven that's the end of that conversation not a 50-50 not an either or not an if then you are forgiven And one more thing to think about when you're, you're trying to put that in perspective. When Jesus died, now granted, I'm, I'm reasonably confident that nobody listening to this podcast is more than 2,000 years old. Why is that important? Well, when Jesus died on the cross to buy your salvation, how much of your sin was future tense? One hundred percent. So if all of your sin was known when he went on the cross, if all of your sin can be forgiven by an act of perfect sacrifice 2,000 years ago, What makes you think he didn't know about this? Whatever's going to happen 48 hours from now. If you think that somehow your sin can surprise God, that he didn't know somehow that this was going to happen, you're, you're selling God short. Understand that he knows. He knew he knows and he forgives all of it not just what you've done but what you will do so keep that in mind the next time you're sitting there thinking to yourself 
I've wandered too far away or if they only knew the things that I've done ladies and gentlemen God knows everything about you he knows everything about me the sin that I hide from you the sin that I hide from myself he knows about all of it and I am still forgiven and I do everything I possibly can to try to live a life that says thank you so that we can reach the end of this race and receive well done my good and faithful servant and that means that between now and then I'm going to screw up I can guarantee it I know me I know I'm gonna screw up but that's not gonna change how God sees me and I cannot describe to you how incredibly grateful I am for that and so if you're a Christian keep these things in mind you are forgiven act like it if you are not a Christian if what is standing between you and accepting Jesus is that you don't think that you are worthy of his salvation knock it off there is nothing that you can do that is bigger than Jesus atoning salvation and everything that you're sitting there running through your mind right now going you know Gordon I appreciate you saying that but if you only knew it doesn't matter I don't need to know because God already does he already knows he already knows everything you've done and everything you will do and he still holds out his hand and says come to me and I will give you rest peace that the world cannot give because it doesn't understand sorry I know I've kind of run long with this one this is a really emotional topic for me folks because believe me when I say I, I, I know my testimony is not nearly as horrendous as so many others but I assure you it is more horrendous than many and yet I can stand here with solid assurance and tell you that I know that despite whatever screw-ups I'm going to make over the next however long God chooses to let me stay on this earth that I am his and he is mine and if that's a kind of peace that you need 
I strongly suggest you reach out with both hands and grab it. Find a good Bible preaching church in your area. Find the pastor, start asking questions. You won't be sorry. This has been the Sower Seed Pod podcast, and I'm your host, Gordon Dean. God bless.